Welcome to Automation Chat. I'm your host, Teresa Hauk, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our Partner Network Magazine. Today I'm joined by Adem Kulautsevich, Director of Automation at Rockwell Automation and Compass product partner Domino Amjet. The company develops and manufactures end-to-end coding, marking, and printing technologies designed to help industrial firms and compliance and productivity requirements. But first, it's time for our family-friendly, silly joke of the day. There are three kinds of people in the world, those who can count and those who can't. (laughs) I know. All right, enough of that. Let's talk with Adem. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you very much for the time, Teresa. And thanks for the humor on that. Uh, uh, What a way to start the conversation. It's something I will share with my kids. Yeah, that's a clean. That's a good clean one, and it's so silly. So let's dive in. You're the director of automation, and you work with coding automation. Tell us what that is. What is coding automation? Give us some insight. Yeah, sure. Um, so, a quick overview. You know, as automation technology continues to advance, uh, manufacturers are faced with an expensive array of choices, um, from something as basic as upgrading individual machine components to more complex centered on automation data and collection, along with maybe robust uh, cybersecurity packages. At the end of the day, you know, manufacturers have many innovative solutions that can be integrated for a few, you know, the whole plant floor. Uh, This unprecedented level of connectivity allows information to be captured at every point of production and processed through the whole supply chain. And this can be analyzed and integrated uh, to make many manufacturing decisions and make sure that everything is fast and accurate as possible. The real problem that comes across is that even though all these recent uh, advances in automation and production has occurred, many companies continue to rely on a manual process uh, to ensure that the right information is printed on right products and boxes and pallets. And this becomes a large challenge. In fact, For the last five years, the number one reason for recalls has been mislabeled products. Uh, In fact, an operator can make a mistake every 300 touches. All of us, for example, when we type a letter, do a text message, we're constantly using that backspace. And it's that notion of humans make mistakes is the leading cause of all these problems. So that's where coding automation comes in. We provide solutions that reduce the amount of human error in label selection and label management through automated processes through their coding and marking equipment. Well, that makes total sense, and that's a good way to explain it. So with that in mind, explain how coding automation can help industrial firms improve productivity, cut errors, streamline maintenance, and avoid unplanned downtime in that context. Sure. So by allowing to utilize techniques and software and uh, new technology, you can integrate now these coding and marking uh, equipment into the larger uh, solutions that you currently use already. Almost everybody has some sort of ERP or SCADA system that maintains the rest of their production line. By being able to incorporate that into those larger systems, you now have a full automated solution. And now you're getting a full picture of what is happening on your entire line, not just how many bottles or food packages are going by, but what is your performance rating of your printers? What is the actual message? When was the last time it was changed? 
You can even compare how many prints that you've done compared to how many products are out the door and get a real identifiable number on your OEE. Uh, this is one thing that many people have processes, but the one part that they forget about is how many products got rejected. All they look at is product out the door, how long it, it has taken. This way now you can monitor that downtime and you can monitor the amount of products that have been rejected and you can now simplify your process and make these minor tweaks that can save thousands of dollars over time. And this is part of the industrial internet of things. So how, how small in scope can the IoT be and how large in scope can it be? Yeah, and that's what's really great about uh, IoT or the Internet of Things, especially in our realm, it's IIoT, the Industrial Internet of Things, right? The best thing about this is it's modular. So you can have a, a very small section or you can handle a full line uh, with these uh, pieces of equipment. And because they are module, they can interconnect with each other or act independent and provide you with that information that's needed. And this is also a huge advantage because I know a lot of people, one of the biggest uh, challenges in automation is that many people fail because they take a large chunk of the business. And with IoT or IIoT, you can work on a modular piece and from there, uh, grow upon it by getting executive um, commitment through the savings that you've done. So you can start with a very large problem, get the results from it, get executive buy-in, get the funding, and then increase by adding more of these IoT solutions and collaborate together. And it goes back to that old uh, saying, how do you, you know, eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And that's exactly what we're promoting through that. Mm -hmm. And Talk to me about industry communication standards. What are they and why are they important? Yeah, I, to me, this is one of the most important parts of, of doing automation and integration. Uh, if we talk about Industry 4.0 altogether, the main message on Industry 4.0, it's not just about integration, but it's about collaboration and data sharing. Uh, to do this efficiently, you need to be able to communicate to everything the same way. A great analogy of this is think about the United Nations. Can you imagine how you can get anything done if you're stuck in a room with multiple countries all speaking different languages? Nothing gets done, right? That's why there's translators in part of uh, the United Nations is each place has a translator to translate. But just think about how long it takes then to get every message translated and how many times has something been interpreted wrong and leads to another piece of miscommunication. This holds true in factory integration. Every piece of equipment, if they're speaking in different proprietary languages, you now need translators or gateways to be able to transfer that information. And a lot of times there's a lot of uh, cutting corners on that and you may not get the message in a reliable timeframe or you may get the wrong piece of message. And because of that workload, people tend to separate each of these automated solutions to talk to only their little bubble. And now you don't get the full picture, right? And Again, now to get people from transferring one piece of information from section A to section B, you'll now have a manual process, which rewinds all the way back to 300 uh, touches, makes a mistake, you're introducing a mistake. So this is why it's important to utilize industrial standards, utilize field bus standards um, so that everything can streamline and speak to each other. 
being able to go to ERP and SCADA systems and utilize uh, a common interface and, and transfer those informations to the most reliable piece of equipment, your PLC, is very important. And now you can streamline and be able to have all the information, all the power without mistakes and a truly automated system. So when you're with a customer or potential customer to possibly set up some coding automation, whether you're on-site or nowadays virtual, what kind of things do you ask them so you can set it up the way they need it? Yeah, and, and a lot of that centralizes, again, through automating processes, right? We, we try to think of uh, the different buckets of, we look at different buckets where we can find the biggest uh, advantages, and that's reduction of errors, process simplification, and label simplification. So the questions we typically ask is, how important is it to maintaining accurate codes? How much does it cost when there are mistakes? That's usually the number one, uh, that's usually the number one piece of puzzles that where the most money is spent is recalling or rescrapping. Um, how many different products do you currently have? How do you manage this? Again, in terms of label simplification and management. And um, two more will be, how are you controlling your printers today? Which typically leads to, we do manually and that leads us across. And then the most important is, do you use an automated system like a SCADA, MES, or ERP solution in order to control your entire factory? Would you like to be able to include your coding and marketing equipment to integrate into that? And I have a feeling that this is way more important than a lot of people realize. Absolutely. I, I think what we've seen is that with printing equipment, because it is sometimes considered a necessary part of the business, uh, but not a part that actually generates revenue. Revenue is generated by getting product out the door, right? So this is usually on the low end of the totem pole. And most of the time, high capital equipment is getting the most important part. But when you think about it, just because uh, a, a printer is a low capital cost compared to a giant labeler, doesn't mean that if it doesn't work, it cr doesn't cripple your whole um, industrial line. And that's why sometimes uh, looking at capital costs is not a true way to examine what needs to prioritize. What you really need to prioritize is where the bottleneck is. And if a printer goes down, you have no product coming out. And by far, that's the most important bottleneck. And that's what we try to do is really show that importance, but also get across this stigma that there's no such thing as automating uh, coding equipment because they like to be separate. We've spent a lot of years making sure that we play a part of the role and that we play nice with all the other integration partners out there. Well, that explains why someone from a printing company is talking to me about coding automation. It makes total sense. Uh, you know, absolutely. And that's and that's one of the key things is we've been doing this for 40 years, right? And and we understand how to print onto products, but we also understand because we've seen so many different producers and in different industries that we understand how the process works. We'll never tell you how to make your product, but we'll always be there to consult and point to the right direction on where you can improve and where we can help make that improvement much more dramatic. Uh, it's not just about the printer. I would say that we're one of the first companies that really try to think outside of our product and think more of the problem that our customers have and how we can consult with them to, to incorporate everything together into one thing. And it comes down to thought leadership. We try very hard here to understand the industry for Corino concepts, how they work and how they affect our potential customers, our existing customers, 
um, and customers who have never thought of us to help them and lead them to the right way to go. Well, I've learned some things today, and that's what this podcast is about. So that's great. So, Dem, I really appreciate you chatting with us today. Thank you. Oh, it's been a pleasure, and it's always a good time. And uh, I really appreciate that. And again, really appreciate the humor in the beginning. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's always bad humor, but it's always good. (laughs) It's always good. (laughs) This has been Automation Chat, and I'm Teresa Hauk. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review on your podcast app. And tell your peers about us. You can even hit the share symbol to share your favorite episode. And don't forget, video of this podcast is available on our YouTube channel at bit.ly slash T-J-R-A YouTube. Thanks for listening, and we'll chat again soon.